All right, here we go. Back in bold, Deans Dobre. I miss saying that. All I say now is um, bom GI, boy GI. I'm still trying to get my Portuguese down because I'm back in Brazil. But today, special little episode with uh, Vigo's dad, a YouTuber that has a lot of great content on Poland, a place that I hold deeply to my heart. I actually found your channel like at the end of my stay in Poland. I'm like, damn, I wish I had this when I first came to the country. A ton of great content. You're very charismatic. I love that. But today I really want to hit on, and maybe it's a little clickbait, but why Poland is the best country in Europe, in my humble opinion. I still, uh, okay, for background, I've lived in Denmark. I lived two years in Italy. I lived in Poland. I've been all throughout Spain, France, uh, the, the Baltics, the Balkans. I've been all over Europe, Scandinavia. And uh, if there's a place that I could recommend to anyone, especially an American, especially an American man, it would be Poland. I love the cost of living. I love the safety, the sense of community. Of course, the women to me are the greatest uh, balance between the East in the West. And to me, it's a country that uh, is still underrated. It's on the rise, no question about it. But uh, I really want to hype up Poland today, Vigo. Um, let's get a little background here. What's your connection to Poland? Well, first of all, thank you, Nick. Uh, thank, um, you know, it's an honor to be invited to your podcast. Um, well, you said a bunch of things there that I uh, will agree with you for sure. <laughs> So my connection to Poland is basically because my wife is Polish and I have a son who's half Polish, half Dominican. I'm, I'm from the Dominican Republic. So um, and, uh, you know, I've been my wife and I have been married for 10 years, but we've been dating for I mean, we're, we were dating a year before that. So it's 11 year in the Polish reality, traveling to Poland so often, you know, we've lived all over the place, similar to you. Um, and uh, recently, uh, a year ago, we officially moved to Poland. So we are in Warsaw. Um, right now, I'm not there. I'm in South Africa because I, I work, so I commute back and forth. Um, but yeah, that's our base. Well, 10 years with a Polish woman. I'm sure you got uh, your culture, uh, the Polish culture put inside of you. Uh, let's, let's talk about this then. So what is something that has drawn you, obviously, to, to your wife? What has drawn you to Polish culture? What are the pros? And we'll get into the cons later on. But at the start, let's make all the Polish people watching this very happy. What uh, draws you to Poland and the Polish way of life? Well, uh, it's a lot, of, a lot of things, to be honest. I mean, first of all, I didn't know too much about Poland before I went to Poland for the first time. Um, I mean, just your basic history stuff. But being from Latin America, it's, it's not... You know, we don't spend a lot of time uh, learning that that part of history. So basically, in the year 2004, I uh, I was in Spain. I was living in, in Madrid and I was finishing a master's degree. And literally three days before I was about to go back home, I met these uh, two Polish girls in, um, in the center of, of Madrid. They were running away from some guy to, in, my, in my head. I thought that. They were escaping <laughs> this guy. Turns out, uh, turns out to be that he was selling them some CDs. This is back in the day when you would buy CDs and uh, pirated CDs. So I just approached them trying to like to save them from this guy. And they turned out to be Polish, very friendly, very, you know, and somehow we kind of like agreed to meet the next day. And we did. We went partying. We went, went to the club. And, but I had to leave 
right? So nothing happened. I exchanged numbers with what, you know, who today is my wife. And through the years, exactly seven years, we were just occasional buddies, you know, like occasional email. Later, Facebook came out in 2006 and we became kind of like friends on Facebook. And it was just this person that I would see every so often. Uh, beautiful enough for me to be like, man, I mean, I don't talk to this girl often, but I, I want to keep her as a friend because she's, she's, you know, she's nice to look at. I'm just being honest, you know, it's, it's the reality. Uh, but she was very funny and very intelligent. And uh, it happened to be that in, the, in 2011, I broke up with a girlfriend that I had. She was also, you know, free. And we started chatting online. I was back in Dominican Republic already. Uh, chatting online, I'd made a decision to just go to Poland. And I said, listen, I'm going to buy a ticket. I'm going to go visit you. And she's like, okay, I like that. So I went there 2012, March 2012. And it was just like, Boom. Like it was it was from the very beginning. I had a very big connection to Poland and I cannot explain it. I spent a whole month there and I cannot explain it. But uh, and this was 2012, you know, like Poland is quite different now. Even she says that she she lived 10 years away from her home and she says, wow, Poland is such a different place now. But to me, even back then, you could see the progress looming, you know. It's funny you say uh, you met her in, in Spain. Polish girls love to go to Spain. I've, I've met some some lovely ladies down there on, on holiday. Same with Italy. But uh, yeah, so tell me about that. So Warsaw, I mean, then versus now, is it a completely different city? That's where you were staying for a month, right? Um, uh, I was, yeah, I was, she was living in Warsaw. So when I visited her, it was Warsaw. We went to, we went to uh, Krakow or Krakow in English. Um, we, we visited a couple, a couple other cities, but... Um, also went to Łódź, which is closer to where she's from. And again, it was Poland has this particularity that they live, they, they as most European countries, uh, as you probably have noticed, they are very attached to the roots and to their history. Um, and but at the same time, because of things that they went through historically, communism, uh, oppression by um, invaders, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, they have managed to merge a little bit of this um, feeling of uh, not forgetting who they are and their past, but at the same time, let's move forward. You know what I mean? Let's move forward. Let's let's progress. Let's let's get, you know, Warsaw was destroyed oh, practically 90 plus percent. Uh, so that, I think, started a revolution. You know, once they uh, got out from the influence of communism, uh, it just exploded. I talk to my father-in-law all the time, and he explains to me those years were were like Poland was making strides, uh, like exponentially growing month by month. You know, so yeah, the the pride of the Polish people is, is unreal for sure, and that's something I uh, really respected when I visited my first time. I think three years ago, I went to Warsaw and Krakow only. And um, I could just feel like they really had a sense of pride. And I actually got this ring. It's Polish amber, right? And to me, it represents... I have, uh, I have my Polish amber here, too. <laughs> it, 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 re it represents the resilience, to me, of uh, the Polish people, their culture, how they've been invaded so many times. They've been wiped off the map, but they've stayed strong. They've kept it together. And, and now they're a, a pretty prosperous uh, uh, Eastern Central European country that, that's on the scene. But I think I like your point about how, yes, they keep their roots, they keep their traditions, but, um, you know, just their, 
how they view America and how they look up to America to like modernize, to create, you know, a, a better economy, et cetera. I think they're starting to take too many bad influences from the USA. That's another point. But uh, I agree with you. They do a beautiful job of keeping tradition, but also saying, hey, let's improve as a society. Let's make this thing uh, go better. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, we, we live in a, in a globalized world. So um, social media, Instagram, like, yeah, of course, you, sometimes uh, you see it with people people looking a little bit similar, you know, in how they do their makeup or, or how, you know, what type of brands some of the dudes buy or whatever. But, and it's funny that you say the, the comment that you made about them ha having a little bit too many influences, maybe that are not the, the right one, because I have a good friend that I, uh, he's an American, married to a, a Polish woman also. And he says the same thing, you know, he says like, I see the, I see the progress, I see how everything, but I also see some of the bad things that are kind of like, starting to creep up you know um but it's it's normal it's normal it's it's globalization you know uh we live in a different world these days someone someone some brand something becomes viral and you have it all over the world immediately so the influence is there but i think polish people uh, i'm a very big fan of, of of the younger polish generation i think this this phrase has been said in my channel so many times at this point i'm repetitive but the youngest, the younger Polish generation, because the the older Polish generation is very very specific type of people, right? Like they are, like you know them. They are first of all, they are friendly, but they are not so open at the beginning. You need to, you know, you need to. Uh, they need to see that you don't have an angle. They are stubborn. They are very stubborn. Um, so, but, and they are somewhat somewhat close, right? To change, to try new things. But the younger Polish generation, and I'm talking anyone in Poland, let's say that is 30, 35 years younger, right? You could even say 40, but between 30 and 45 years old, the people that today have between 35 and 45, they are still raised a little bit under the older you know, model. So some things still creep up here and there that you go like, oh, I recognize this from, from your parents or whatever. But because of my channel and my social media, I interact with a lot of people. Like I, I, I am very honored and and, you know, happy that I, I get a lot of messages. People write to me and they say, hey, dude, this and this, whatever. And I, so I talk to a lot of them that are young and their mindset is, is, is very different. It's very, very, very different. A lot more open, a lot more willing to, to try different things. Um, but they're also very proud to be Polish. You know, they're very proud to be Polish. And I see and I hear even less of that. Uh, you know, Polish people, especially the old ones, are a little bit more like Poland is our country. We'll defend it to the death, but we're also going to knock it down and we're going to attack it. You know, we're going to say Poland sucks. Why do you want to come here? Whatever. You know what I mean? But uh, the, 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 the foreigner, like, you better not talk crap about Poland. <laughs> They'll go after no, you. They no, can no, talk no, no, crap no, no, about no, no, Poland. No, no, no. no. Exactly. Be, you know, mind your business. But the younger, the younger generation, not like that. I think they appreciate more what Poland is becoming. It's my, just my observation. I have a lot of close relationships, obviously, from my time there and uh, a lovely Polish How long princess. were you there? Sorry. Um, probably seven, eight months last year okay. from February and then uh, till about August and then off and on. I came back three different times. So I missed it. But uh, I was hanging out with some uh, Russians in Cambodia. And oh, my God, the Polish people that I was friends with were like, don't come back. What are you doing? We, why would you ever do that? I said, OK, hold on a second. You know me. I love exploring new cultures. I like meeting new people. I'm not going to just bash someone because of where they're from or what situation is going on. But it's just funny. Like they're 
their hatred for Russians in Russia is something I've never experienced um, anywhere else in the world. I mean, it is so deeply ingrained in them. It is, it's truly a, a fascinating, I understand, like, look, if I was underneath the, the iron curtain or underneath the thumb of, of all those different people, like, I would have a, a lot of issues, especially what those soldiers did to the, to the woman and whatnot. I mean, it is, it's a touchy subject. No question about that. But hold on. I need to make some points on uh, the American uh, aspect of it. So I was staying in the Far East, uh, Bialystok. I can never pronounce it. And um, yeah. what I love so much about it was the tradition, was the, the conservativeness, the clean streets, the uh, no crime, the feeling of community, people going to church again. I mean, obviously, I'm a free spirit. You know, like I don't like being told what to do, but I love living in these kind of societies that are nice and, you know, traditional. Right. And here's yeah, what I worry yeah. about is the, the American influence. Like, for example, uh, I wanted to go to Disco Polo. I wanted to experience the, the local music and uh, the girls as I was with. No, let's go to Rock Coco or and listen to hip hop and, and do all this. And I'm just like, no. I, if I want to do that, I go back to the United States. You know what I mean? And here's the thing. It's a blessing and a curse, though, because, you know, especially in the Far East, you know, an American, what are you doing here? Oh, my God. Don't tell us about your country. Is it really like the movies? Like you have a mini celebrity status. Right. And I love how Poland loves Americans. But there's a lot of parts about American culture that I got, got away from. You know what I mean? And I worry that they're taking a lot of those and not necessarily focusing on, I think, the best parts about American culture. But to his or her own on that aspect. I just, I worry that the young people are getting way too influenced, you know, by the West. There's good pros about the West, but also like shit. There's a reason I love your country. I love being here is because of what you already built and what your grandparents, you know, how they lived and, and et cetera. Yeah. But you see, for example, I, I have a, I have an observation on that, in that regard. So uh, the thing is that I think that Poland and Polish people do look up to a lot of things in America because the same as you know we did in Dominican Republic. You know, America was this place, is still this place that uh, gave us a lot of what uh, it gave us so much uh, for in our pop culture. So music, movies, you know, so industry, Hollywood, music industry, and America also had that like celebrity st status among countries. So when you are from a country that uh, obviously you are still developing, you're not where America is, especially, you know, America, to, in my opinion, and, I, and by the way, I love, I love America, like in the sense that uh, I always thought I was going to end up living there at some point. Uh, most of my family is on that side. Um, and I just, it's just that, um, I guess, destiny made me become a European. Um, but... I think America peaked in the 90s, you know? Um, and what do I mean we peaked in the 90s? That, of course, everything that uh, became what America is started back, you know, when Europe was being destroyed in the war, America was moving forward and it became this big empire. So I think Polish people, although many things about America, they do appreciate, it's, very, it's, it's a very slippery, slippery slope. Like you have to be very careful because... The last things you want to tell Paul is that, you know, you guys love America and America, you know, you know, America and Americans are a celebrity in your eyes because very funnily enough, they will not agree with that. You know, they actually think that the right Americans, 
you know, worldly guy like yourself that is that understands culture, that understands uh, other people have different ways of thinking. They respect that, you know, and they will embrace you and they will go like, yeah, you know, like a guy like Nick is great. You know, he understands, he appreciates our, our history. But the stereotypical American, which is, the, you know, the, the person that usually never leaves America, thinks America is, you know, America and, and, and we are the best country in the world and the guns and that is stereotype, which, again, you, you might say it's a stereotype. They really run away from that, you know. Um, so that's why I say that it's a little bit of a slippery slope in that regard. Um, but it's not a lie. If you're an American person and you go to Poland, you are going to find that people gravitate towards you and they want to ask you, where are you from? Why did you come here? Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like there's a real curiosity behind it. At least, at least I've noticed. 100%. Uh, I got some of those questions. Let's, let's kind of knock them out one by one. So in your opinion, why is Poland so clean, safe? I put in like parentheses, civilized. Um, so my normal stereotype, at least before I visited Poland, especially from the Danes in Denmark, Polish people clean the toilets, Polish people come here, they steal, Polish people are bad, they're thugs, they're drunks, right? And obviously when I went there, even uh, my first time in Warsaw and Krakow, I liked it. I'm like, okay, this isn't, this doesn't feel dangerous. I'm not worried. But of course, last year after visiting tons of different places, my uh, perception of what I learned uh, from the Danes is totally flipped on its head. To me, I honestly believe this. I've been to lots of different places. Um, being, okay, a white, straight male, this is the safest place in the world. Uh, that, that's how I felt. I've been all over. Yeah. And uh, what do you think it is that makes the Poland, you know, like this? Well, first of all, I will, I will apl applaud your ability to, to be aware of, of, of some of the benefits that we have some, you know, we have just, they are just intrinsic, right? That you didn't choose them, right? You, you are, you're straight, that's your sexuality. You are white, you know, you don't choose those things. But a lot of people don't know, you know, a lot of people think that those are rights or whatever, you know, and they're not, this is just who you are. And it does make a difference uh, depending in wh where do you go, who do you're going to deal with. It's, it's quite well known that in Poland, for example, uh, LGBTQ plus, don't have the same privileges and then they have a harder time than people that are straight. Uh, it's rooted on many things, but it's a reality. Uh, it, I think it's said to be one of the least fr uh, friendly countries towards um, LGBTQ uh, plus community. But why is it clean? Why is it safe? Well, first of, first of all, Polish people are really clean. Like they are really clean. And it, I think it's just education, you know? Great-grandparents taught grandparents, grandparents taught parents, and parents taught children. Uh, so to them, it's, it, it's, it's part of their identity. You know, if, if, when we receive um, a visitor in my house, first thing my wife is doing is making sure the house is clean, that the house is tidy, that, you know, because it's respect. So that's the first thing, and it extends to everything, uh, to how they live, to how they want their cities. Now, there are some things that are not necessarily positive. For example, from communism, there was this idea that communism made people feel that nothing is ours and at the same time, like nothing is mine, nothing belongs to me, nothing belongs to anyone, you know, because it's, it's state-owned. So sometimes you get some people, or I guess people, that, for example, go to the parks and uh, their dogs go and they do their thing in the grass and they don't pick up because they think that the park is the city. This is not, this is not my park, you know? So there's still some of that. It's not perfect. 
um, especially when you go to places, like you say, like Denmark or to Sweden, you know, like these, the, um, the civil awareness, I guess, is very high in those countries. And it's all because of uh, education. Um, but just like you said about Denmark, I had similar experience or I heard similar things when I was living in London, living in London six years. The Polish people are the ones that come there. The cleaners are the ones that, listen, this is, this is, this is just simple mathematics if you want to call it that it's as simple as that same thing was being said in poland about people that come from romania for example it's just people that are in need they emigrate towards finding a better life so they land in a country that is doing better financially therefore they're willing to do whatever it takes right and usually when you have a society that is working pretty well especially economic wise those low-paying jobs uh, foreigners take So in the UK, it's actually very funny because I lived through the whole period of Brexit and, 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 and the post-pandemic issue. And at the beginning, it was like, yeah, foreigners, they should leave all these Polish people. There are more than a million. I think it's like a million and a half Polish people in, in the UK. And they, yeah, they should leave. They're stealing our jobs. And now there's a very big crisis, like serious crisis, because no one, no one is there to do the jobs that the Polish people are doing. So I just think that that's what it is. And it's a stereotype. It's basically a stereotype. Doesn't mean that it happens. It does happen. You know, a lot of Polish people have been there, go there, and they do construction. But it's a stereotype that has been just reverberated, in my opinion. Gotcha. It's worse Now, than it is. But here's what doesn't make sense to me. So, uh, Bialystok, the capital of Podlachia, right? 250,000, 300,000 people. I mean, a yeah. decently sized city. I felt safer there than in... Uh, Lillehammer, the little amazing Norwegian village, um, many different places in Sweden, for sure. Copenhagen. Um, why? Why is it about Poland? I was starting to think, okay, maybe it is the church influence. But then I was like, okay, damn, Latin America has just as big of a church influence. And it's a freaking, you know, war zone in, in many different places. Luckily, if you yeah. stay out, it's, let me refrain that for Latin America, because I, I love Latin America. I'm here right now. I'm in Brazil. It's one of my favorite countries. If you're not stupid, you're going to be fine. And it's usually in certain areas, but still, you have to be on edge, right? But in Bialystok, I'm telling you, I've never felt safer. And I, I want to get down to it. Now, here's where the controversial stuff starts coming in about, okay, Polish and immigration, Polish and LGBTQT and all that is their traditional roots. They've pushed a lot of this stuff out or are against it. And, and look, I'm a foreigner, so I should be like, well, no, don't be against it, but It doesn't, I'm trying to explain why, or someone explained to me why it was this perfect, I felt, in Bialystok. And these people are not making much money, right? I mean, $1,000, yeah. $1,500 a month, but it was like society yeah. was just beautiful. The six-year-old is on the bus. And I know this happens in different parts of, uh, you know, very developed places where the, the child can go. But, you know, previously, I would think a country that is this um, developing couldn't be this safe. I thought it was impossible. But Poland, it is. Yeah, but you know, it's because precisely that that is the that is the hidden gem that Poland has been. I, I think it's been discovered. Like I've been making content uh, in some shape or form uh, related to Poland for two years, even though I've been visiting for more than 10 years. And in even in these two years, as a YouTuber that does content like that, sometimes also I've seen the growth in other YouTubers and interest in other YouTubers to go and explore and see. Right. So you are we are in the middle of a very special moment in Polish history, I believe, which is that the country is literally 
literally in, in, in its fusion uh, state, you know, like when you have the internal fusion and starting to really blow up. And I, I say it sometimes I, I my friends are like, yeah, you know, crazy. Uh, and I will say, listen, 10 years, 15 years, sounds like a lot of time. It's not really. Poland is going to be the place everyone will want to go in Europe. Now, it's a big statement. Of course, I'm going to leave a, a big measure of, 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 of you know, a chance that I might be wrong. But it's because it, it has all those things that you say. It's safe. The crime in Poland is very, there's very little crime, extremely little crime in Poland. Uh, and the type of crime that it is, it's, it's like, again, maybe you get beat up, go leaving the club because, you know, because some, yeah, some dudes are a little bit, you know, some Polish dudes are a little rough. <laughs> um, but in general, yeah, maybe if you're dumb, they, they can beat you up, but no one's going to stop you. No one's going to kill you with a gun. And I think that makes a big difference. Um, you made a point. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, about the immigration. Like you said, I'm an immigrant too, uh, and I've lived in place. I've lived in London. Is the, the you know the cradle of, of immigrants in Europe. Um, and listen, man. The reality is that I don't think that the immigrants are the ones that are you know the, to blame. It's how the society deals with with immigration that I think. If you are opening the doors for everyone to come, like in the UK, what happened was that, you know, the UK was was a very big empire. So now they have a, so many countries that in order for them to deal historically with what they have dealt with after, you know, their, their post-empire phase, they have had to kind of like make it somewhat easy for some people to come in. But they haven't really dealt with the infrastructure. They haven't dealt with a, a system that works when it comes to jobs. I'm hoping that Poland is going to do a better job, but I cannot tell you that it might not happen as Poland grows. It might be one of those things that you cannot, that a city or a country cannot escape when they become very big. I don't know. Yeah, and I know Poland. Poland Poland's birth rate isn't as worse like Italy and Spain, so I know they're promoting women to have more children there. So obviously you're going to need immigrants to keep the whole uh, economy thing flowing, but it's on both ends, okay? The government and the, the society... If they want to get an influx of immigrants, they need to help out. But also the immigrants need to assimilate. Okay, I saw this yeah. in Denmark. In Denmark, when I when I was seeing it firsthand, what was happening from the, the refugees from the Middle East and the little uh, ghettos they were going in. And, you know, in Denmark, you get everything you ever need. Right. Every, you don't yeah. have to work. You get paid. You get free health care, free this. I mean, literally, you know, uh, a utopia. Right. Uh, education. And um, they. They didn't fit in. They didn't assimilate. And I'm yeah. saying this. I'm like, you guys, like, you know, should you do something about this or is this a problem? No, you're racist. You're this and that. Finally, like yeah. the last couple of years, they finally said, okay, this is too much. And they they shut down the hammer on them. But the funny part was, too, about about Denmark and when they started throwing the – because this is when Trump was in office. They're like, oh, you Americans, you're, you're so stupid. And let the immigrants in. I said, do you know how hard it was for me to get a visa here and live here and be a part of your services? I wish – I could just live here, right, and get all these benefits, but mm -hmm. it's not like that. Your immigration system is one of the hardest things in the world to get a part of it because of the, the utopia you've built over a thousand years, starting with the Vikings, right? Um, so, yeah, I have a lot of different theories on this whole thing. Um, I definitely see yeah. both ends, but to me, what made Poland so special was how many people bought in to the culture and to, to the way of life, right? And like I said before, yeah. I still want to do what I want to do. And luckily they allowed that and they, they liked me. 
But uh, that's the kind of place that I would want to raise a family. Bialystok, I would raise a family in a heartbeat. I would have no issue, no worry at all about my kid growing up in a, in a, in a beautiful place. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, you have a point. Assimilation, I think, is the, is, is the key word. And, and that's where people, and that's my advice to every foreigner that goes or intends to go to Poland. Polish people, from the get-go, they seem rude. And you can oh, yeah. even debate and say that they are rude because, yeah, they don't, they don't cut corners. They tell you things the way they think it. And if they think that you're acting like, a, like, an, like an ass, sorry for the word, they're going to say, you know, you're acting like an ass, you know. Um, but once you get over that, once you get over that initial shock, especially for us countries like Latinos, for sure, I struggle a lot with that. I'm sure Americans too, because you guys are, are, also, are also very open, very friendly, you know. It, it, even if there's some superficiality to our, because the Latinos are the same. You think after an afternoon that you are buddies when in reality you're not a buddy with a Latino, you know? Um, it's, it's a little superficial based on the description of a poll. But once they open up, they let the guard down, if you show them that you're willing to assimilate, you want to learn some of the language, you, you're interested in the culture, bro, it's like they're, gonna, they're really going to open up to you. They're really friendly. But it's that initial, you know, shock. Yeah, it's the but whole you have to show that you want to assimilate. It's the whole Slavic iceberg meme or whatnot. You know, they're cold on the outside, crack the shell. They're amazing, awesome people. And I like it. I respect what they think about the, the fake stuff. You know, like the American, hey, how's your day, stranger? Oh, weather's nice. Bye-bye. Like, yeah, yeah like yeah. I kind of I like realness. And they don't really waste time with the, with the BS. But also, I need to see smiles on the streets. It doesn't mean you're crazy if you're smiling because it's a beautiful day. <laughs> Come on. I, I hate that's one thing. You, like yeah. Yeah, I, they smiling. need to they need to just give a little more, you know, happiness. But it's amazing though because I love talking to people on the street. So, yeah. no one does it in Poland and when I do it, it's like what the hell is going on? But they hear yeah. the the yeah. accent, they hear the English and and that's another great part. Poland, I mean, how many people speak English? It's ridiculous. The population is very very educated. A lot of people and way more than you even think because they do they 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 are very sometimes self-conscious about their English because of their accent, they have a strong accent. And sometimes they get a little subconscious and even people that you think that they don't speak English or that you think that, yeah, uh, their English is more or less okay. It's probably a lot better than you think. It's just that they're shy to, to show it to you. You know what I mean? Um, it, it's, 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 a, it's a country of polyglots. They, the older generation spoke Russian, spoke Polish. Some of them, depending if they come from the Western part of the country, speak uh, German, speak Polish. And most of them, especially already from the generation born after, let's say, the mid-50s and 60s, they also had English in school. So it's very common in Poland to stop anyone on the street and they speak at least two languages. Um, so, yeah. All right, this is for all the dudes out here. Okay. Are Polish women the perfect mix of the West and the East? And here's what I mean by it. Okay, the East to me is like traditional. It's always looking nice. It's nurturing. It's, uh, you know like a woman how would you think like a traditional woman would be you know uh the west to me is more okay you're more free right but then you're more independent you're getting jobs and to me this is exactly what i see in poland i still see the old school type of woman but a lot of them are starting to make their own money um they're more free that's a good term to use you don't have to take them on four or five dates to you know have a little fun uh my experience in poland was beautiful i had amazing i'm um, wonderful relationships uh, with Polish people. I 
I love the Far East because obviously, you know, in Warsaw, they're kind of saturated with the, the foreigner and whatnot. So, you know, the Far East, you're even more special, exotic. And uh, I still have a beautiful, amazing relationship with, I call her my Polish princess. We'll see if she still sticks with me through this Brazilian uh, adventure. But uh, what do you think about the Polish woman? You know, the mix. To me, it's, it's perfect. And I love Slavic women. So that's like my sweet tooth, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, Polish women to me, they're my favorite. I married one. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, I, I try to be careful in the sense that I was raised by a single mom. So ever since I was a little kid, I, I, I understood the respect that women have and they should get from us, from guys, which sadly they don't get. Um, you know, there's a lot of this, you know, the bro attitude, you know, dude, the, the girl, yeah, man, whatever. I'm not going to say that I, I, I didn't do that. Probably I did, uh, for sure, did when I was in my early 20s, you know, that mentality. But I've learned that uh, the, mo the thing that I respect the most about Polish women is that, first of all, they are family-driven. So to, they put a lot of importance in family. Uh, so what they learn from their, their parents or they learn from their grandparents, they are huge on their relationship with the grandparents. Um, and at the same time, at the same time, there's not, it's not a society that is so crude. Now, it's, it's a very religious society. I think it's the most religious country in Europe. So already, by definition, there's going to be a little bit of those, uh, let's call it religion-induced or believing beliefs-induced uh, prudeness. Maybe let's call it like that. Or, or I don't want to call it prudeness. Maybe that's negative. I just meant, you know, some things that you learn through religion that you are more maybe prone to adopting because of it. But surprisingly even though that is true it's a country that is very religious i think women are they understand that it's their choice you know what i mean like if i met a guy and if i want to go on one date or a two or a third date if i want to you know have sex with him it's it's my choice i do it because i want to do it uh it's not so much thinking oh what is my friend's gonna say or what you know what is he gonna think you know they don't care what what you're gonna think I'm doing what I what I want to do, and it's because they are they have very strong temperament. Polish women are very strong character, like really. They say about Slavic men that they are tough and everything. But it's like Slavic women; they are the really ones that are tough. Trust me, been married to one for ten years. Um, so yeah, uh, very very independent. They're very independent, but like I said, because they're so family oriented, it's I think that's the sweet spot that you that you maybe. Uh, identify you know uh, you said it marriage. you said it a little nicer than me yeah you said it very beautiful <laughs> my favorite thing is the polarity polarity that's the correct word um the the slavic woman makes you act like a man that's what they want too they want you to be yeah. you know you know in your masculine type frame and they're going to give you this beautiful feminine energy but they're not pushovers they'll put their foot down they are very very emotionally i think strong like just tough yeah. and to me it's like uh that is what i've noticed with um the slavic woman that they're not afraid of their femininity they step into it right a lot of western women yeah. in my opinion want to just be like no this is weak this is femininity i want to be like masculine or you know independent tough in this but the toughest yeah. woman i have met the woman that don't put up with no shit have been the slavic woman because I think that they like realize what kind of you were discussing, you know, maybe it has some church influence. Maybe it has, um, you know, the history of suffering in those parts of the world and in Slavic lands. But they're they're just built different, you know, and it's something that I really respect. And it's something that makes me feel like, uh, 
you know, just very good to be around and very masculine, right? Not over macho, but in yeah. a healthy masculine way with them. Because the thing is that Polish women are not sweet. And that's, that's the, people don't know that. People just, you know, you look at Slavic women or Polish, Polish girl, and then usually they're very uh, physically appealing, very beautiful. Uh, and they look like angels, right? For example, Slavic women are some of the most preferred uh, candidates for, for models, uh, you know, for supermodels because of how they look. And you might think, oh, they're so sweet or whatever, but they're not sweet. They're not sweet. Like, you're not going to get a, you know, hey, baby, I love you, whatever, from the Polish woman, you know? But she's going to be dependable. She's going to be reliable. If you need her, she's going to be there, you know? Um, and like you said, she's going she's gonna to smack some sense into you. The last thing you want, and this is my last thought on this, the last thing you want is to be on the receiving end of a, a very pissed Polish girl, especially if you did something to her, something, you know, I'm not saying like a fight in a couple, like she discovered that, you know, whatever you cheated on her or whatever, like you don't want to be on that end. Thankfully, I've never been, but I, I've heard the stories very nearby and uh, you don't want that. <laughs> like we said, not sweet, but the most nurturing woman ever. I remember I came back from Thailand after debauchery or Cambodia. I, I came back to, to Poland, debauchery. And uh, I was sick as a dog when I when I landed and and didn't care about what I did in the past. You know, just hugged me, put something on my head, made me food, you know, at night, cuddled me. And I was like, holy shit. Like, do I first of all, do I deserve this? But, you know, secondly, just that I, I've never been nurtured as I have by uh, the Slavic woman. And I think that is, is beautiful. I'd rather have that, that deep, uh, that deep connection feeling than, oh, how are you doing, baby? Or just kind of surface level, you know? Yeah, they just want honesty. That's how. That's why I think they want. If you, if listen, if you, if you're not into dating exclusively, just be honest before you even give them a kiss. Listen, that this is not what I'm after. And if she, and believe me, they're independent enough to say, sure, that's not what I want either. Let's go. But the worst is when you are selling the idea that you know you are unique, you are the best, you are whatever, and then it turns out that you're not. You know, you have three more chicks on the side, and then that's that's you're gonna see the the. The rage, uh, deservedly so. Honesty, for sure, 100%. Okay, I got some other things here. Okay, so what cities in Poland are over-expatted slash expensive? Where do you recommend to go to get the affordable Polish experience in 2023? Yeah. Well, okay, so for example, I, I've, I've yet to discover a lot of places. So for example, I've never been to Podlasie, incredibly. I've uh, never been to Białystok, never been to Lublin. Um, but from the places that I've been, of course, I'm going to be a little biased because Warsaw is my hometown, my first, first place I went to in Poland, and I love it. But I understand it's the capital city, has a lot of foreigners. So let's say we're going to, we're going to skip uh, Warsaw. Kraków is also, again, student city. So let's say, let's escape Kraków. I will invite people to a city that maybe I wouldn't have invited them two years ago, which is Wuch or Lodz. Um, great, great place. Manufacturer yes. is so amazing. I love that. Yes. Uh, and then, but for example, Manufactura, in, in, which is literally one of my favorite places in Poland. And it's not because of the shopping. It's just the vibe of the place. Uh, and then you have Piotrkowska, of course, and you have off Piotrkowska, and you have a lot of bars. And it's like a hidden gem, you know? It's a hidden gem for foreigners, I guess. Most people know about Wuch. Because initially it looks all destroyed, but... But it's, it's, it's a great place to go and have, you know, a weekend or, or a week and you go party. 
you go to have some drinks, you eat some great food. Uh, but they also have some some things that are very unique in the city. And just walking, just literally walking, you take out, put on some comfortable shoes, start walking, and you start encountering these buildings that half of them are destroyed. And then next to it, there's one that is fully renovated. And you go, wow, that looks almost like a museum, you know? So I would invite people to watch. Um, you know, I think a place that doesn't get a lot of foreigners, I think it gets a lot of people from Poland, but I don't know if it gets a lot of foreigners. And it's Sakopane. It's, it's in... Uh, in the south, it's a mountain, mountain uh, town for skiing, but you don't have to go. I've been there in the summer and it's so peaceful. I guess if it's full of Polish people, maybe it's not so peaceful, but still for a foreigner, I guess. Uh, it's, it's, it's super lovely. So I would invite people to Zagopane, yeah. Yeah, I think um, obviously Warsaw, Gdansk, Krakow are getting a little spendy. I love Gdansk. I had a, I had a beautiful time up there. Um, what about, I mean, Warsaw? I think it's still somewhat under the radar for the rest of the, the Europeans. No, I think it's, it's still a little spendy, but that could be a spot. War, I mean, Warsaw, beautiful. you mean Warsaw? No, Warsaw, 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 Warsaw. Ah, Wrocław. Uh -huh. Wrocław, yeah. Yeah, Wrocław. Yes, of course. Wrocław, Poznan also. I think Poznan is, is, is under renovation, the whole old town. So that the, some, some locals, I was going to go there to record an episode. And they told me, please don't come now, man, because the whole, the whole city is kind of like in renovation. Now, we don't want you to film this one. I'm like, I don't care. But sure, okay, I'll do it when it's, when it's nice and pretty. But yeah, Wrocław, Wrocław is an amazing place. I've never been, surprisingly, but I've done so much research because it's one of the places that I'm going to go next to record. And I know people from there. Um, and uh, uh, I think there are also a lot of students because I think there's the university there that is also, uh, I don't know if it's a Politecnica or, or something, I think. But uh, yeah, I've heard amazing things about uh, Wrocław. But hey, you mentioned Gdańsk and Sopot. And there's also Gdynia. Uh, listen. Uh, yes, for Polish people, they might be a little costly, depending on you know what they want to do, how long. But they're still somewhat affordable. And if you're a foreigner, let's say uh, you don't have to be a rich. You're a student, but you save enough money to go on a nice holiday in the in the, in the summer. Gdańsk uh, is a great place. Sopot is an amazing place. They have the Molo, which is the, the pier, and it's you know last summer we were there on holidays with my son, and we were on the, at the beach drinking a nice cold beer the water is cold as heck you know but it, it's still enjoyable you know so yeah support is really cool yeah gdansk i had a great time um i think it's beautiful beautiful city obviously you can find the party i had some good food there too in the beach i mean it was a naked beach as in there was no like vendors on the beach right but the water is a little dirty from the port they say sometimes so you have to be mm -hmm. a little careful have you heard about that right uh, you know, no, I haven't really been to the beach in, in, in Gdańsk. Uh, I went to the beach in, in Gdynia and in Sopot. It's just, it's the Baltic. So the, the, the sand is, is darker. So it has that, it looks like it is dirty. Again, I'm not saying in the case of Gdańsk, because it might be because of all the, all the ships and everything. I don't know about that. But the other two, compared to the waters of the Caribbean, where, where I'm from, obviously they look dark and they're very like, but it's, it's still, again, the experience when you go to those places, it's not about really getting to the water and, you know, because it's still going to be rather cold, but it's the vibe. It's the vibe. Poland is under a cold and sometimes snow for whatever, you know, six, seven months out of the year. And then that period between May and September, especially June, July, August, 
it's like everyone is out the vibe you know i don't it's know crazy. if you went there in the summer but the yeah. vibe is just crazy totally crazy, different crazy thing vibe. it's like all the depression washes away from everyone and they have the yeah. nice like sundresses on people actually look like they're not depressed walking the streets um i agree and yeah. that's i want to make a point um uh, the, the one thing I don't like about Poland, the only negative is the weather. Like that's literally the only negative for me. Um, I cannot stand the weather. And that's the reason yeah, I think it's the best country in Europe, but I would still live in Italy over it. But uh, hold on. I got to make a point on it because Gdansk reminded me. And this is the only crime or issue I think there is for a foreigner in Poland. Oh. Obviously, don't get in a fight with the, the Polish people or do some like reckless stuff. Like say you like Russia or any of that. But I know you don't know this because you're a married man and a good boy is uh, strip clubs. Do not go to a Polish strip club because a lot of them are ran by the like some foreigners. I believe there's some sort of mafia in control of a lot of these. But um, I got really? drugged in one in Gdansk. Yeah, luckily I was with um, a Polish girl. So she like took care of me and stopped it all. But, uh, you know, I like watching the shows and whatnot. And we were there and you got to be really careful because it's happened to so many different people. The U S military has issued warnings many times because a lot of the soldiers, you know, will go to these uh, wow. strip clubs, but it's dangerous. Like do not go to uh, a Polish strip club anywhere. So, so, yeah. so what do they do? They like, they want to steal from you or, or like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So they get you to like, uh, you know, 10,000, there's people that had like, you know, 10, 20,000 on their credit card, you know, charges. Uh, um, they just upsell you on this and then they, they have a camera yeah. that shows you putting in there. So if you, you know, dispute it to your credit card company, they're like, look at him. He's totally coherent, right? Like he's, he's putting it in there, yeah. but you just Google this Polish strip clubs and there's a ton of different stuff. And I, I did it firsthand. So they give you like a bottle that's already open. Right. And I yeah. know I got drugged. I was totally out yeah. of it. So just, you gotta be careful on that uh, aspect, but um, the weather, yeah, the weather's. I just can't do it with Poland. That's the only thing that just gets me. <laughs> yeah, it's not for everyone. Listen, Polish people are the first ones that would just run away from Poland because of the weather. Um, to, to me, it's not a big deal. I always love the cold. I, I, I love rainy, gray days. So, but yeah, after six months of that, you are ready to, for a change. Um, so yeah, for sure, Poland is not known for for the for the weather. And listen. Also, the experience, because you've mentioned before something interesting. You said, uh, when you're talking about Białystok, you said, oh, it looks like a great place for me to raise a family. The experience that you're going to have in a place, it's going to be determined by, by where are you in life. So, for example, I lived four years in, in Austria, in Vienna. If you look at all the indicators, it's one of the, supposedly one of the best cities in Europe to live. People are happy and there's, you know, and we, we, we really didn't like it. Like we didn't appreciate it. We did to us. It was boring. It was, it was so old school that just it, it was not even like oh we want our things to be classic. No, it was like dude, no this this you know get rid of this. It's too old and, and decrepit. But I was young. I was thirty years old. I, I I was playing music, playing live shows. I wanted to you know although I was not looking for girls and I was not in that vibe. It was still that that type of vibe, right? I want to go to a club. I want to go to this. And it felt, you know, maybe now that I have a son, Vienna will be an amazing place. So the same I have to say about Poland. Um, if you have a family, you want to raise a family in Poland, the, the amount of things that are positive about it makes you sometimes kind of like, okay, I'm going to put up because there's not a perfect place. I'm going to put up with this. It's fine. The weather is shitty. I'll, I'll program a couple of holidays here and there to escape it. And, and it makes sense. But if you are, let's say, how old are you now? 
How do I? How old do I look? I always ask people because I look kind of, you know, I don't young, know. Right? Like, 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 like twenty-seven, more or less. I would, I would say. Really? Okay, that's what I am. Yeah. yeah. Oh, twenty-seven. So, at your age, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you don't want any. You don't want to be tied to anything. You want a place where, if you want to get out in the evening, you you don't have to forcedly stay at home because you know the weather is shitty. You know what I mean? You want to be able to just go wherever you want. That's why people in uh, foreigners love Spain, Italy. Uh, Greece, you know, uh, but it depends where you are in life, uh, and there's not a perfect place. And you said that the only thing you don't like about Poland, believe me, I have more than one, <laughs> and I yeah. and I love Poland, but I have more than one that I don't like. Yeah, I want to hear those in a second. But here's the thing: I grew up in Minnesota. I grew up in the tundra, right? And I oh, promised that's, myself that's cool. I promised myself probably when I was 19 that I would never do another Minnesota winter. And uh, I won't. I'll stay in the sun. So, um, but uh, yeah, tell me, tell me these other things you don't like about Poland. I know you did a whole video on it that went freaking viral. Yeah, things I don't like about Poland. Yeah, you know, when I make those videos, obviously, the intention, uh, you know, there's an intention in how I make them. Uh, there's a format. I, I don't like my videos. I don't like to ramble on the videos. I don't like to make videos that are 25 minutes where I'm including the 50 things I don't like. You know what I mean? So I, I make sure that I... Um, but for example, to me, the things that are the hardest to deal with in Poland, uh, stubbornness. I think Polish people are very stubborn and sometimes it's, it's, it's too much. Sometimes it's very clear that they're doing something or they're saying something just because they are being stubborn. Not because, you know, not because like I can see the glimmer in the eye when they have already in their mind, they switch and they know that they're wrong, you know, or they know that they lost that, that, this, that argument. But still, it's like they're going to continue. And, and that, that is something that extrapolates to your conversations with people, but also on, in the street, how they drive, how they do certain things in the day to day. So stubbornness is something I don't like. I, there's something I also don't like. And there's, it's, a, it's a country that, although it's safe, which is because it is really safe when you look at the statistics, it still has, it's still permeated with this vibe of um, uh, violence. What do I mean with violence? Uh, they are very, like, they're driving. It's like you're doing 70 on that street that says you cannot do more than 70. There's going to come someone from behind honking on you and kind of like being verbally aggressive or something because, you know, he's just impatient. Um, so there is a little bit of that. You know, if you go to the cashier, if you don't have a change exactly how she wants it, she's going to react in a way that feels a little violent, like a little, like, don't be so angry. So anger, I think that that's the word should not be violence, it's anger. There's like an anger in the atmosphere. So I don't like all those two things. Let I me, let me, com let me uh, comment on that, that part, because I think this is fascinating, right? Like kind of similar to the Slavic iceberg thing where, you know, they're tough on the outside, but, you know, really awesome on the inside and, yeah. and uh, emotional. So like Poland... It's not the most aesthetically beautiful, uh, especially like with the commie blocks, the old, you know, some of those areas. And yeah. uh, you have some rundown stuff, especially in Luge, you know, outside that main street. It's like, whoa, what the, where the hell am I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what it's crazy to me is like, yes, they have like this, I think, love for like suffering or hardship, but also, yeah. you know, Japka and Bidranka. They love saying those cute little words. And like, there's so much like, yeah. like cuteness about Polish people, if that's the correct word, but also it's like they're living in a, you know, a cold place, uh, commie blocks. Uh, it's just kind of like a weird contradiction. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah, it's the thing is that with Poland, uh, uh, naturally, you know, a country that's under communism uh, influence for so many years and 
like you said, the commie blocks. And Poland is Poland is just literally starting. If you if you look at a, at a country, right, and if you see how a country develops, and from the moment they become, uh, the, the, from the moment they get out from um, underdevelopment all the way to let's say becoming a somewhat of a leading country, it it takes almost a century. Uh, and Poland barely started in the early '90s, and I get it. That's 30, 33 years, but still, you know what I mean. Still, it's it, it's going to take some more time. Um, if you went to parties, if you went to bars, if, if you went to cafes, you see that there's a lot of things that are new, renovated. You know, um, so they are still in that process where they're living between both worlds. But the thing about the thing about there's one last thing that I don't like in Poland, and it's precisely the, the pessimism, the, neg- the, the the suffering. You know. A, it's part of who they are. It's it's their history. Um, but sometimes I feel that if they were a little bit more positive, if they were a little bit, a little bit just, they would, they would be a little happier. You know, uh, they attach too much to the suffering, like you said. Hundred <laughs> percent. I live in my own world, so it doesn't necessarily uh, affect me. But um, I do. I did notice that it's like Jesus. Christ. Well, walk in the street. I need to see, you know, a sense of like, you're happy to be alive sometimes. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, you talk about the Latina vibe, like, okay, this is way too intoxicating, you know, like uh, in Brazil, which is, it's (laughs) tough for me to, yeah, it's, but uh, yeah, I I totally agree with that. I think Poland has an addiction to the the suffering, but I mean, shit, the history is rough, right? And um, I think that is so ingrained in their DNA and and psyche that, uh, it's hard to kind of get over, but you see glimpses of it. You, when you get to know these people, when you get to kind of live the Polish life, when you see that beauty, like the beauty of the Polish people, it is, it is uh, truly amazing. I, I love Slavic people overall. I love when I get like that smile out of them and, and I see them happy and uh, it's a, it's a rewarding feeling for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we're talking about the Polish, the younger Polish generation It's going to be interesting because it's not going to take just one generation. You know, I think it, it will take a couple of generations to see a significant change. But uh, part of the suffering in, the, in, in this way of living has a lot to do with what you see when you're growing up, right? If you are a kid and all you hear is your parent, parents complaining, you're going to imitate that. And you're, gonna, and you're going to understand that the way for you to communicate with people, the way for you to connect with people is through your suffering and your struggle. Right. Instead of the opposite, let's connect because we are both happy about something, for example. So the younger generations is significantly happier, at least at least in how they view and perceive life. Um, so I'm interested to see what is going to happen when they have kids and when they're and when they're and when their kids have kids. What is going to happen with Polish personality or temperament, not temperament, but this characteristic of pessimism is going to be interesting. Because if you think of the Americans that were in the 50s and the Americans now, there's a, there's a difference. Not necessarily good or bad, it's just different. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, like, I don't think uh, the Generation Z and the, the Americans are happy. I mean, with all the social media and the, the glorification of mental illness and, and being sad and obviously the whole lockdown thing. So I don't know. Here's the biggest thing, though, is Poland, Polish people, I love your culture. I love your country. I do think, like we said, if you get rid of that little suffering thing, you know, I think it would be better. And if you fix the weather. But I also I don't want you to lose what you have because that's what I fell in love with. And that's what I worry about with change and progress or progressiveness and and so forth. Like, I hope they just do it 
incrementally and not make huge yeah. freaking jumps and it's going to lose what made Poland so special to me. Yeah, yeah, well said. Well, well said. Beautiful. Beautifully said. Awesome. Uh, my man, I appreciate you coming on here. So it's Vigo's Dad. That's your channel. And what, I mean, most of your yeah. content, the stuff I've seen is about Poland, but you know, you do some more stuff, right? Yeah, Vigo's Dad is, is the name of, of my son. My son's name is Vigo. Uh, so I'm his dad, Vigo's dad. And actually, yeah, it just it was just by chance of life that that channel stuck because I created that channel when my son was born for me to upload videos about my son to our family, you know, in private. And uh, in the in the pandemic, uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, I, you know, I stopped playing music and I could not play live and I was very down. And I remember that was very sad. And my wife said to me, you know, maybe you cannot play live right now, but maybe you can do something else creatively. You know, I'm, I'm almost always the guy with the phone full of videos and photos and capturing and recording stuff. And she's like, you like to do that. Maybe, maybe, you know, create a, a channel or and that's how I did. And I cover again, interestingly enough, the topics that I cover the most are related to Poland because my reality is re related to it because it started fa in family, right? It was a video uh, channel about my life as a dad, as a husband, but my wife is Polish. My son is half Polish. And I started covering topics about Poland, which, by the way, are, I'm very interested, you know. Um, I, I've been making videos about Poland for two years uh, because I truly have a, a fascination about the country and the people and the culture. Um, but I do things uh, that are basically just multicultural, multiculturality. Once I am in Poland, definitely, hopefully soon, um, and I'm no longer commuting, I'm, I'm, I'll follow your steps. I really want to do a lot of uh, travel vlogging also. Um, so go around Europe and different places. I've never been to Asia. I want to go to Asia. Uh, what's your favorite place in Asia that you've been? Um, I mean, cliche, but I, I really liked uh, Phuket in Thailand. Uh, you know, the okay. beaches. Yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But Pompeng, Pompeng, the capital of Cambodia was. I mean, I I've been I haven't been that shocked about a place in, in a long time. Like thinking I was going to go to you know, mud huts and, and villages, and it was skyscrapers yeah. on skyscrapers and luxury. I was yeah. like, what the, Chinese, China got their hand in there and, and invested a ton. But uh, no, my Asia tour, I stayed there for what, three, four months, but I like to chill in places. I was in Siem Reap, um, capital of Cambodia, uh, Chiang Mai, Phuket, and uh, I definitely will be going back to Asia, but now I'm going to be in Latin America uh, the rest of this year. But hold on, I had a point. What other Polish YouTubers are out there? I think there's that Black America one, the guy that uh, he, he he talks a lot of shit about USA. He talks a lot of good things about Poland. Have you done stuff with him? I think it's no. What's his something name? Something America. I thought it was Black America. Um, or God, he, he's big YouTube. He has a ton of Polish videos that have millions of views. Who, who else do you but recommend he, as a Polish? YouTuber? He's black. No, 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 no. White dude. White dude. I don't think it's... it's ah, uh, Dave Zamedeki. Dave Zamedeki. Dave has the glasses. I forgot. But it's something America, the channel. And he does a lot of content. Um, who, I think who it's Dave, Dave Zamedeki. Dave Zamedeki. Okay. Dave from America. He has like uh, like big glasses like this. Uh, not having collaborated with him. Um, uh, but for example... Uh, well, for example, you mentioned Phuket, right? I, I did a video with Marta Shelska. Marta Shelska is, is living there. She's a Polish YouTuber, and she lives in Phuket. Oh, uh, I did an interview with her on my channel. Uh, great, great uh, YouTuber. She is going over the all over the you know Asia and everything alone. Um, um, so, for example, uh, who else? Um, who else? I mean, 
I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a confession. Maybe I shouldn't. Um, but I, I don't watch too many people that are doing things similar to what I'm doing. And it's not for any negative reason. It's not because I am not interested. It's not because, uh, you know, it's only me. It couldn't be further from the truth. When I make videos about Poland, for example, or about, especially the ones that are about Poland, right? I try to make them from a place of complete unknown. Like, I don't want to have any influence. They're like, oh, I saw a video. This guy did a video. He went to Wrocław and he covered this. Oh, well, that's great. I would love to make a video about, about that too. And then subconsciously, I'm going to take in information that might affect how I am going to produce my video. So I try not to, you know, I try not to. So that's why I am a little bit like shielded these days. Gotcha. I so if you need content from Poland, you only go to Vigo's uh, dad's channel. Nobody else is good enough, right? No, 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 I didn't say that. no <laughs> there are some great, I, for example, this, uh, there, this, uh, there are some foreigners, for example, to me, to me, there are people that I see, uh, you know what, there's a guy, the last guy that I saw that made content in Poland that surprised the heck out of me is, um, is a guy called Iran, Iran, Iranchik, Iranchik. His name is Iranchik. He's a guy from uh, Iran. And this guy has, this is said by my wife and my mother-in-law, this guy has the best Polish, any foreigner they have heard that has no association to Poland. You know, like his mom, his parents are not from Poland, whatever. And the fact that he has learned this language, so com such a complex language and the pronunciation. And, uh, uh, and I haven't seen that many videos of him, again, because of what I said to you. But I saw some episodes and I was like, man, that's that's mad. You know, that's that's mad. That's crazy. That's great. You know, so people like that, I would love to put a, a you know, a word out there because it's a foreigner just like me living in Poland, doing great, assimilating, like we said before. And that's that's all we want, you know, and I'm going to say we because I'm a bit uh, half, I'm half Polish at this moment. <laughs> we, yeah, so. Assimilate. Hey, beautiful. Um, I love uh, connecting people. So if anyone is interested in visiting Poland or uh, moving there, are they able to like contact you somewhere? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, surprisingly, I get a lot of messages about that. Dude, I want a visa or how should I? And sometimes I'm like my brother or, you know, like I'm, I'm, I don't work for immigration. I'm so sorry. But yeah, I, I if, if there's any way that I can help anyone uh, with a, an opinion, with a there are some groups in, in Facebook, foreigners in Warsaw, foreigners in Poland, yeah. um, that you can find a lot of information and people are very, very helpful. But yeah, hit me up. I am on Instagram because that I'm on, you, you know, all my socials are just basically whatever the social slash because that send me a message and I'll for sure answer. I answer everyone. Beautiful. All right. Chinquia. Thanks for the amazing time. Uh, I hope the best for you. I hope uh, your time back in Poland will will be beautiful and definitely stay in touch. If I come, I should be coming back. Hopefully, uh, we'll meet up in Warsaw, Piano Bar Warsaw. That's where we're gonna go. That's my spot. No problem. We'll go there. We'll make some content. Fire up the cameras. And, and I'll, you're gonna I'll play live music there. Me. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, you know, now when I go back to Poland, I'll put together a band. I had a band in London, so I'll put together a band. Um, and I'll start playing all over Poland. It's literally, literally one of the things I'm the most excited about, uh, I, I, you know, next to doing more content in Poland. Fantastic. Hey, have a great day. Cheers, buddy. Thank you very much.